The Center for Minorities in the Mathematical Sciences presents Mathematically Uncensored. Where our talk is real and complex, but never discreet. You are listening to Mathematically Uncensored, where our talk is real and complex. But never discreet. Yo, how's it going? Pretty good. Episode 16. Yeah, I'm excited for that. 16 yeah, is a we good are marching number. along. Yes, it is. No, I feel like that's... it's twice as long as what I expected us to go. <laughs> are you serious? You never told me this. You had some bets on the side that yeah, you were just like, I was like eight and a half. I was like a power of two. <laughs> <laughs> Probably eight. That's right. Right? Because the no. power of two. Get it? Wait, did that, you even miss, see my joke? Like, me and you, power of two. Right? Like, Oh, wow. Right, I okay. to deep. That's, no, that's <laughs> a little bit too complicated too, for me. Too early in the show. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. No, I mean, I feel like there's just momentum to go to the next show. You know, like, yeah. I don't think, and maybe I should knock on wood, but I haven't found a dead end yet. Fortunately or unfortunately, there's always more to talk about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Also, we're never hurting for opinions. Oh, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Yeah, but that's also people make it real easy. Real easy sometimes. (laughs) And maybe I should say people and organizations make it real easy for us to keep having content for our show. That's right. That's right. No, you make me think about what we've been doing the last 15 episodes really is you know, appealing to, you know, our people of color, our minorities in the discipline, and also very recently talking about our relationship to big organizations. Yeah. And how we need both the people and the organizations to be, you know, doing the right stuff. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But but how how was this two weeks been? What's been new? Good. You know, I was thinking about this episode. I was like, I ain't got nothing to say about like, you know, again, a few weeks ago, the semester ended and, you know, I'm just working on, you know, on stuff for the summer. I'm doing some stuff at CMU. There's a lot of stuff where I graduated from Carnegie Mellon University. And then there's some workshops coming up. The hip hop Mm -hmm. workshop is coming up and I've been thinking about that. And then like some other stuff I'm working on you know, in the homeschool space in terms of mathematics. So, yeah, I mean, so what, what's funny is that, like, you know, when I tell I tell the fam that, like, oh, my classes are ending and they think that that means I'm actually have time freed up. And then, like, yep. you know, Vacation. somehow. Yeah, that, yeah, wait, what does that mean? Yeah, but, like, know. no. <laughs> but it's one of these things where, yeah, I did not, there wasn't really a pause. Like, every, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the calendar was there and, like, Classes were dropping off, and then all of a sudden, I just started filling that space in. And I should have been like, "No, let me take you know a week or so." But I still have found time, right? And it's been, it's been feeling really good. So yeah, yeah, I think that was the uh, the case for me. I think we texted each other on on Wednesday, maybe or Thursday or something, and then I was like, "I took a whole day off," you know. Yes. And and I mean, okay, so the funny thing is that like it was you know it was my husband's birthday on June second, yeah. and so it was like a whole day off to spend with him. Yes. And like, you know, not really checking my email, not like doing anything other than just like we went to breakfast, like actually out, you know, in public and then like shopping and, you know, then lunch and dinner and like just out the whole day. 
That and then is great. That, the following day, I was like, oh, this is what it feels like to feel refreshed. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, our anniversary is the first. So the day before, mm-hmm. I actually met my wife on the 2nd of June. That was, a, mm. that was the day I met her. So that's funny that's your husband's birthday too. So like, yeah. And so I felt the same way. Like we went out to lunch and like our daughter was in art camp. And so we, mm-hmm. it was like, we sat down at the table and we were like, oh, this is, this feels great. Nice. Like this feels like we're on a date. Yeah. And like we get to talk uninterrupted. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, it was wild. All of yeah. it. All yeah, of it. it was yeah. amazing. It was amazing. I and also, so again, as we've been saying, how do we make that part of the structure of mm, our lives, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure that I have an answer to that. I mean, I thought I did. Remember, like, we started off the, yes. the new year and me blocking off time where it was just, like, unscheduled, either needed to be downtime or potential time for something if some exciting project came about. Yeah. But it's so easy, and I think you were pointing this out just a few minutes ago, it's so easy to see not, you know, a full schedule of events on your yes. day and then yeah. somehow internally be like, oh, I'm missing out. I'm I'm doing something wrong. Why am I not busy? What is everybody else doing that I'm not doing? Yes. You know, it's like, oh no, am I falling behind? Yes, yes. yes. No, but so there are two things here. The first is that for me, it feels like willpower. I guess there are three things, but there's there's a willpower element, but there's also like, there's some research done about how long it takes for a habit to, to, to just stick, mm-hmm. right? And I just have mm-hmm. not reached that threshold. And then the other thing I want to mention is your resume. Like, you're, you have, you know, in part of your life, if you, as you have been very clear about in terms of working out and getting in better health, mm-hmm. you at some point des- s- decided that I'm going to spend the time to do this thing, right? Because it was yeah. important enough to you and you made it happen. So why is that different for these other things, Right. Yeah, absolutely. I I yeah. don't know. Yeah, oh, exactly. no, I do know. I'm not even going to lie. Why am I lying to you? Okay. I'm lying. I totally know why. Because the the getting in shape and working out, I framed it as revenge. Oh, are you this is an exclusive on mathematically uncensored. Great. Revenge yeah. against what? Against who? Against people that <sighs> I thought would outlive me and would not help to make the mathematical community better unbelievable. And so I struggle with this because, and I've, I hear, I've heard this from Michael Jordan. I've heard this from you. I've heard this from, I've heard this from all the great ones. And I struggle to try and tie big goals like that to other people's thoughts. And maybe it's oh, not other people's thoughts. Yeah. But like, but it, it's effective. <laughs> oh, it's I real mean, effective. Yeah. But Michael Jordan at his hall of fame, you know, speech when everyone had already hailed him as the greatest player to have ever lived, he still goes up and says, I want to thank my high school coach who didn't put me on the varsity team because all this was against him. I mean, like, it's just like, and I, yeah, so, but it's effective. And so I I just, super effective. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And, And then also I am pathologically obsessed to do things well. So yeah. if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it really well. Yes. And, you know, so then I just like went all out. No, like, no, 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 no. But, but the initial yeah. motivation, like the initial yes. thing that like really woke me up was like, I was feeling like crap. You know, I had just gotten tenure. Okay. And then it was like, 
then problematic ass people are going to outlive me because they have it figured out. They have figured out how to live a balanced life and they can go Mm. home and turn it off and they can like go out on a Saturday for a very long bike ride. Oh, yes. You know, like they prioritize their health, their life, the quality. Yes. The quality that leads them to better quantity of life. And I was not prioritizing that because I was fighting a system that was against me. Yes. And so I was like, you know, eating in front of the computer every single day. Yes. You know, going through the drive through in the morning with my daughter to get our breakfast. Yes. Like, I was doing anything and everything to minimize the amount of time that I took for myself or for mm-hmm. my family so that I would maximize my productivity, my papers, my grants, yes. my yes, know, yes, service, yes. like everything that was on paper, on yes. my CV. Yes. And then I was like, you know what? None of those things at the end are going to matter. I'm going to die a miserable death. Mm, and I'm mm. going to have the quality of life. Like my knees are hurting. I'm waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to breathe. And I'm like, for what? Yes. But I got angry. Like I got angry and I was like, I deserve to outlive them so that I have, (laughs) and I deserve to have the energy needed so that I can continue to fight the fight that needs to be fought so that the mathematical community can be better for people of color. That is astounding. Well, and you are already an inspiration and now it's just like, wow. Okay. All right. But Thank it's you not for a that. healthy thing, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I should have done it for me and for self-love. It still sounds like that. It still, it still oh, okay. does sound right, like that. Well. No, it, I, from, from what you said, there's an element of, I deserve better than this. That's true. That is yes, true. There yeah. is that element of that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Well, wow. you know, we're being transparent today. Oh, yes, we are. Yes, 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 yes. So today's theme is about transparency and all these different dimensions. And in the production meeting, when we were thinking about this theme and we started to talk it out, like it shows up everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, in all different levels. So, you know, we're talking about transparency in part because we just had some experiences where, you know, we won't get into so many details, but, you know, where it felt like we felt like we knew what the rules are. So here's the here's one of the first ones I want to talk about, just about the rules mm-hmm. of the game and being transparent about them. Now, there are rules that are written down on paper and then there are rules in the background. And this is why, you know, this is what I think of when, you know, about the workshop that's coming up with the hidden norms, right? Yes. That mm-hmm. like when you when we talk about hidden norms, then we we can't do that without talking about a lack of transparency. That's right. Right. And and, it, and it's almost something where, and what, what are we talking about? We're talking about, oh, how we interact in the discipline as people of color. And then in the background, someone says, oh, wait, you're not supposed to do it that way. That's right. And nobody yeah. tells us. Yeah. And, no, and then we find out too late because the dominant culture is telling us, no, 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 no. We, you're not supposed to do it like that or you're doing it differently. And so all these hidden rules and that they... And they aren't, you know, said by anybody. And this is what this is one of the things we're finding out in the core. Mm-hmm. That when young people want to apply to graduate schools or when they even get into graduate schools and then they start off at ground zero and then they look at the full field mm-hmm. of what they have to traverse to see that PhD all the way across the field and nobody is clear to them about how to get there. Yeah. And that they may mention qualifying exams. They might mention, oh, you got to pick an advisor. They might, so they might, you might see the signposts, Mm -hmm. but nobody gives you any indication of what you have to do, how it gets done, what people did last year in order to get it. Nobody, right? You just have to figure that out in too many graduate schools across this country. 
And so what we figured out in the core in a lot of ways that we want to speak out to the world is that if graduate schools took the time, two, three hours, to just give us two or three maps, yeah. anything yeah. about what people did, here's what somebody did two years ago to get to a PhD, here's what somebody did, right? Then it, the, the creation of the map, in some sense, to say, here are some ways that we can get yeah. you to your destination, actually shows that you give a damn about us. Yes. Right? Yes. It showed that type of transparency. Because there are too many people who already got theirs, and yep. they're trying to write papers. And then they see one of our young people are just like, okay, you'll figure it out because I did. It doesn't did. work like that. That's right. It does not work like that. So please, so to graduate departments, in terms of transparency about how do you get a PhD in my space, tell me directly. And look, we know everybody's experience is slightly different, right? So whatever map you show me may not be the map that I take. But the mere fact that you have a plan, that you have a thought, that you can be tell me exactly how this gets done in your mm-hmm. department, that type of transparency, I've been thinking a lot about when we've been working in the core. And I think it even goes in so many areas more than just even the graduate school experience. I'm of thinking course, yeah. about how professors, as professors, sometimes we're not transparent, right? Yes. Like we don't tell students exactly what's going to be on the exam. We're like, well, you should know yes. derivatives. Oh, you should know yes. integrals. Oh, no, even you, you should know everything. Yes. You should oh. know, I'm so, can we get rid of that? Listen, my favorite story during graduate school was my PhD <laughs> advisor. It was the second semester abstract algebra course, graduate level course. And then yeah. I, at the end of the class, right before finals, I said, could you give us some, some indication as to like the content of the final? Yes. And then he said, well, we covered chapters one through 12. <laughs> and I, I was so stressed Wait, does out. He know th- does, does that person know the story? Oh, he knows. Jeff knows. Okay, okay, he okay. knows. Yeah, okay. and I just started like cry laughing, you know, because I was yes. like so stressed out. Yes. And I was like, oh, okay, just everything. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could show your face right now. <laughs> that yes. was literally the face I must have given him. But yeah, I think we're not transparent because sometimes we don't know how to be transparent. Well, I know. Like, I'm this, not accepting this- that. What do you mean we don't know how to be transparent? Because people aren't transparent with us. We, like, follow the same So we just follow what's happened to us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, actually, I I was thinking about it this morning, right? And I was thinking about the... the, I'm teaching Calculus 1 in the the fall. And one of the things that I was thinking about was in reading student evaluations, right? There was a Mm -hmm. Chelsea Walton, phenomenal mathematician. Legend. That's right. She's amazing. She's amazing. She was posting on Facebook about the you know, just like teaching evaluations yeah. and like the bias that arises in these things. Of course. And, and one thing that I started thinking about was, oh, oh, and then other people chimed in and they said, oh, you know, maybe sometimes it's helpful to, to frame what these evaluations are for. Yes. And then students give you better feedback. You know, maybe there's a little bit less bias and all of this. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I wonder if I could just start thinking about the way that I can be transparent with my students in the content yes. that we're going to cover and okay. in the way that I'm going to cover it. And and then it occurred to me, you know what I should do the first day of Calculus 1? Let's go. What? I was thinking to hand them a final exam. Oh, my God. Just the, the actual legit final exam that I, I would give them. And I would be that. like, Here, here's your final exam. You have one hour. Right now, this is the start of the class. Talk to your friends, figure out. You don't get to take it with you, but you get to see it. 
you get to know the questions and, and you're not going to know how to do it because we're yes, having yes, 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 yes. calculus, right? Yes, yes, yes. And then, and then, and then I'm going to collect them back and then I'm going to say, okay, see, you wrote your name right here. So I'm just going to hand this very same paper to you at the end of the semester. Unbelievable. And now it's like, you know what's to come. I was being transparent with you. There's going to be no surprises. Wow. And and, and along the way, it's not going to be just figure out how to do that one problem that you kind of remember that you saw, you know, 12, 14 weeks ago. Yes. But how would that change the dynamic of the class if I started class with the final? That blows my mind. That is unbelievable. Like, would would my students be not motivated to learn? I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, but I have to I have to put a pin here because this is the type of radical stuff that we need to be thinking about across the board about everything, right? Something so wild like that. That is and then what it also brings up is that there is some inherent it feels like there's built-in lack of transparency yeah. about tests. I can't tell you what's on the test. I can't I tell can't, you what's on the test. Why not? What are the impl- right? What are the implications of that? Exactly. What are the what are the narratives that we've accepted about saying, no, I'm not going to show you what's on the test. I'm not going to let you know what's on the test. I'm not going to. Yeah. Why is that? That we and it is because there's a narrative I'm feeling about that. We have to make sure. Same thing for qualifying exams, by the way. Right. That we have to make sure that you have this content knowledge. And if I show you what the question is ahead of time then that means that I might not know whether you have the content knowledge or not. But that's the exact same reason. That's the exact same framing of tenure, actually. That's the Mm. exact same thing. We're not going to tell you how many papers you need to publish. We're not going to tell you precisely where to publish them. We're not going to tell you what teaching scores you actually need. We're not going to tell you what service activities are more valuable than others. We're not going to tell you what committees to sit in that actually have an impact on the institution. We're not going to tell you. Because if we tell you, then you're just not going to work hard. You'll Mm. just meet the bar and never exceed it. See, if we hide what the actual bar is, then you'll exceed it because you'll go crazy working for it. That's great. That is absolutely fantastic because we have to interrogate that narrative. Of course. it's It's a deficit model. Yes. It's a deep deficit model because you think that just because here's the bar that we're only going to go as far as the bar and then expect you to just take us. Right. That's a deep, deep deficit model. That is. Well, Okay, so you said five things that blow my mind in the last 20 minutes here. (laughs) Okay, so so first of all, I I would like to outlaw the everything response to what's going to be on the test. So every person who's listening. Oh, my God, please don't do that. If somebody asks you what's going to be on the test and you say everything, let's just end that. Right. And and here's the reason. Right. The reason is. And then, by the way, we have to talk about how this how transparency impacts people of color. But when you but when you say everything is going to be when somebody asks you what's going to be on the test, let's now switch the roles. Why are they asking you? They're asking you because, I mean, they need this test is coming up. It's going, they are nervous about it. Yes. They're vulnerable. They're scared. Yes. Right now, when a scared young person asks you this for help, the response of everything does no help. It's dismissive. It seems like you don't care. It feels like you're in power over them. Right. And so, and so here we are with the 5%. Again, this is not 5%. This is 0.05%. Seriously. Where we just say you can start with your power of your voice 
And a lot of times in math classes, it is not so much what you say, but what you don't say. Mm-hmm. And what we can just get rid of is that. When somebody asks you, yeah. So, so think about it. when somebody asks you what's going to be on the test, think about a scared young person who's trying to make it in this world. Yeah. And maybe you can, you, we can attend. Because by the way, I, you know, I've done that way, 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 way back. Mm-hmm. Been mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. it's chapters one through 10. Yeah. That's what we're covering. And now, yeah, that's, we can do better than that. Yeah. And here's one thing that that I did that I really like, you know, so if people are like, oh, well, then what should I do instead? Do I give them a a sample exam? Do I? Okay, yeah, Yeah. sure. You could do that. One thing that I really liked that I did when I taught linear algebra a year or two ago was having the students do a a roadmap to the course. Mm. What were the key ideas of this course and which ones would you put a little star like this has to show up on the exam? Yeah. This has to. Eigenvalues, eigenvectors, eigenspaces. Yes. yes right? Yes. And it's like, oh, yeah, look, it touched on all this, right? Like the invertible matrix theorem. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. gosh. There's my 20 different, right? <laughs> like right. statements that mean the same thing. Yes. Okay. So that's going to show up. And, and it was really interesting because then I asked them, create questions that you yeah. would ask yes. to test yes. whether you actually understood this. And submit those. And I think I picked one or two from there. That's great. And put in the exam. Right? Yes. And so that kind of stuff moves you away from, again, being the person in power with the knowledge to, yes. again, like co-creating this environment in which yeah. every student can contribute to the learning of each other. Absolutely. I mean, and in some ways, a lack of transparency sets you off as the enemy, as a professor yeah, to your students. True. Yeah, you are not on my side if you're if you're withholding, if you're not mm-hmm. being transparent about some some things, right? That's true. Especially with my grades involved. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, the two percent is just yeah. Let's just eliminate that. When someone asks you what's on the test, it's not an assault against you. It's not an insult. It is a call and reach out for help. And by the way, I've been thinking a lot about that in terms of cheating. Mm, right when when cheating. somebody cheats, it is a vulnerable cry for help, yeah. right? And that person again yeah. is not the enemy. Anyway, so I just want to be clear about transparency being tied to minorities and people of color is that you know when I mean again our experience is one of not belonging, and we, this is mm-hmm. kind of tied to the social capital. Yes, that when when we allow certain things to just you know and rules and hidden norms to just exist without you know, being super clear about them to everybody, then somehow people who don't belong or who are on the margins have to get in there and figure it out in the social atmosphere of a department. And that is not easy for us to do, right? Because, you know, so that means in your department or in your space, you shouldn't be saying, oh, I thought everybody knew that. That's right. No, we should should eliminate. Everyone's not going to know that. Right. And even and even yeah. if they do, so so one thing that comes to mind a lot is deadlines. And let me let me mm. explain what I mean. So it took me a very long time into my tenure track career to recognize that deadlines were not deadlines. They were mm. just mere suggestions. Yes. Okay. And so let me give you some examples. So, you know, there's an internal thing happening and it says, you know, applications due May 3rd. Yes. And you're like, okay, May 3rd, you know, on May 1st, I got it in. I'm like freaking out, you know, moving things around so that I can meet that deadline. And then like a month later, then I get an email that is like, oh, we're now accepting applications June 1st. Mm. And then I'm like, wait, wait, so why did I work so hard? Now I'm actually at a disadvantage, 
Because mm. if I knew that it was going to be due June 1st, I had an additional four weeks that I could have worked on <sighs> it and put a stronger application forth. But now yes. I've hit submit. And I can't tell you that I want to work on that anymore because you're going right. to be like, you should have planned better. Whereas right. some other people could just be like, see, I knew they're they're going to extend it. And let me yes. say something. It's it's organizations that do this. You know who does this? And I love them to death. But Saknas does this every year. They every do what exactly? year they extend the deadline. They're like, yes, you submit, you know, submit your proposal for a scientific symposium session by date X. And yes. then, you know, you're two days away from there. They're like, we've extended for another five weeks. Yes. And then yes, I'm like, yes, yes. But see, but see, transparency would have said that when it was due, it's due. Yes. But not you, but like, no. Well, transparency says that this is the due date, but be aware, the last four years, we've extended, we've extended this due date. Deadline. Let's just say it. Let's yes. just say, say it. it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so um, what is the lesson there? The lesson is, let's just say the way things are going to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's just say mm -hmm. it now. Mm -hmm. it's, it mm -hmm. is the case that when these one on one interactions and I've been thinking about this, that I, I didn't realize I was this paranoid about like speaking out my goals and my ideas, you know, just in, you know, just in general. Right. And not being transparent about what are the seven things that I want to do and be in 15 years, right? And so, you know, I was I was doing some reading last night about, you know, goal orientation. I got like 15 books that are like self-help mm -hmm. and how to achieve your best self, right? And one of them, it just says, it's just like, speak your ideas out everywhere. Tell everybody what you're mm -hmm. doing. I'm like, nah, player, right? No, because no. it's just like, I can't do that. And no. part of it is because there are some things that, and I, I'm not trying to sound bitter. There are some things out there that I created and named that don't belong to me. Mm. Right. And and that's OK. And really, it is. Right. And mm. so and so it's like this notion of like not being burned, but it's like under it feels like a part of the game that you just that you have to decide and pick and choose with whom you're going to be fully transparent. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. That, that, the but level that sounds of, paranoid. Is that um, not paranoia? Listen, I've grown way more paranoid and jaded in the past 18 right. months. Maybe mm. there's a little to do with the fact that I don't get to see people face to face. And okay. so I'm trying to figure out what their intentions, what their motives, what mm, like mm. what they gain from trying to help me. And then mm. I question them, right? Yeah. Like, because we're doing everything in this like virtual space. And so that's okay. a little bit really like hard for me when I tend to, I feel people out. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so with the screen, it's a little harder to do. Yeah. And so I'm hella paranoid. But one of the things that I feel like I've done, maybe, well, I don't know. It feels yeah. awkward saying that. Is, you know, I've I've been very vocal about the fact that I want to move into administrative roles. Yes. And then all of yes. a sudden, you know, people that care about me and know that and they've been listening to what I have yes. to say when opportunities come their way, they send them my way yeah. to see if I'm interested. And so part of the transparency that I see is being able to say goals that you have for yourself, not yes. only because it shares you know, it, it kind of eliminates this like issue of visibility. Like you're making something that you want visible and for other people can help you with it. Yeah. But also it keeps you accountable. Yes. It keeps no, you that's accountable. one of the big things I learned from you. Yeah, that there's this big accountability piece once you speak it out into the world. But it's difficult. It's really difficult because here's, here's the thing that I struggle with is when I say it out loud, immediately I start thinking about what other people think about my own goals. 
yes. my own ambitions, my yes. own dreams. Yeah. Right. And and somehow as a person of color, I have a hard time with being able to articulate what it is that I want without it being tied directly with how it helps other people of color. Oh, okay. Yes. Like for some reason, and and I can't, I, you know, I haven't had the time, I think, to like really sit down and reflect, but but it feels to me like when I say, you know, I'd like to move into administration. Of course, it's because I think that my voice could make an impact. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that. I think that I'll be able to be in a room and, like, call into question systems and practices and policies that are negatively and disproportionately affecting people of color. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to be in these rooms because I want to learn how to be a better leader. Absolutely. I want to grow my communication skills, my writing skills, my people skills. Right? And that's very personal. Yeah. But, But if I... Like, can I have both? Those things Is are not okay? in conflict. Yeah, those things are not in conflict at all. But for something yeah. about the messaging is like, yeah. it feels like I have to be of service all the time. Mm. Like, I feel like, and, and, you know, do white people worry about this? Like, I feel like they could just say, yes. I, I just want to be a leader. And that's okay in and of yes. itself. Absolutely. Whereas for Absolutely. me, it's like, I want to be a leader because I want to be of service to my people. Yes. No, and this is also one of the things we're finding in the core as well as we're dropping core knowledge. Now, is it, wait, is it minoritymath.com slash core? Yes. Is that Okay, great. Yes. So, yeah, in the core project, yeah, we're finding as well a, as we, again, uh, are interviewing a hundred graduate students of color in various phases. It's an ambitious project, which is, you know, led by the great Dr. Michael Young. That like it's one of these things where we are hearing people talk about their graduate school experience. And we heard this in Swagger. Yes. That it is it is tied, they are in graduate school to be mm-hmm. better role models. Yes. Right. And yes. I never had that. Like Eris mm. went to graduate school, CMU to get his PhD mm. in and of itself, right? Like yeah. I was never, but we heard an inordinate number of people at Swagger, Mass Swagger, MassSwagger.com, by the way. Mm-hmm. And at in the core where we're doing these interviews where people have tied to their, you know, benefit to their getting their PhD, being a role model for young people of color. And it's astoundingly incredible that they have that as part of their goals, right? And so yeah, so that that means something. And our white counterparts have none of that. And may I be so bold as to say that, right? That like there are some elements of being a representative for your people that white people do not experience at all. What does that allow for? That allows for this rugged and aggressive individualism that allows for a a sense of ambition to just be the president just for your own sake, Mm. right? And there is no tie to, right? And we know why that is, right? It's because we were, people of color being grouped together for hundreds and hundreds of years. And so out of that, in order to survive, we have, we have, you know, we have made community mm-hmm. something that is so powerful so that we don't roll in this world thinking specifically. Now, some of my people who've lost their way, oh my God, I'm gonna get in mm-hmm. trouble. <laughs> they, they have Bring forsaken it. the community. That's true. There's some there's some satellites out there who are just doing their thing who used to be part of the community, right? Yeah. Because they've been accepted in some ways. But like, yeah, but for the most part, there there's this tie to community that again, we're fighting in the core and elsewhere that you just, you can't look at a lot of us. There are very few of us you can look at and be like, that person's existing as an individual, as a person of color in this world. Yeah. 
No, I I, yeah. I think that resonates, and I feel like that gives an answer to why this just feels so stressful to me. Yes, right to to constantly think about the things that that I I would like to accomplish, and how the lack of transparency, or just like the lack of me feeling like I can say it out loud, even though I push myself to say it out loud. Yeah, it's still at the back of my head. It just feels like you shouldn't want that. Mm, you know, you shouldn't yes. want that. That's powerful. That yeah. is, yes, 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 yes. So then I'm also thinking about this sense of transparency when I'm brought on these committees. Mm. I'm brought in these committees and then they are they are so terribly non-transparent. They are oh, like yes. secretive as fuck. They are yeah. just like, yes. I, I, like I'll, I've been brought on a couple in the last few and I'm not saying which ones and all of this. I, and again, let me step back. These people are great. I love them. Brilliant mm-hmm. people. They love their family, country. All They love the discipline, all of it. <laughs> But then I, I get in and I sit down and then we talked about, we started mentioning things we could do. It was like, oh no, we can't do that. We can't say that. Oh no, 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 no. We've never done it that way before. Oh no, we can't say this out in the public. And right. oh, no, no, and I'm, I'm sitting here like, wait, what? And by, by the way, let me just be also very clear. You know, I'm being brought on. Now this is just my perception, right? Because again, you know, we have the death of George Floyd as a, you know, as a catalyst for yeah. people waking up. So now, you know, my ass has been here for years. And now right. all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm being asked, email if the yes. email, let's come on this committee. Yes. And that's perfectly fine because that's part of my personal mission. Right. So I'd never think about this tokenism thing because yeah. I'm too loud to just be a token. Like, you yeah. can, if you're bringing yeah. me on, then you're, you're going to hear, hear from it. me. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want another black face, you need to call somebody else. But like, yeah, so I'm being brought on. And again, brilliant people are just like, well, we haven't done it, so we can't say it this way or we have to figure out. And I'm like, whoa. And we're going to select this person and, you know, we're not going to say how. And it's like, whoa, right? And it's like, so so then the challenge is not, so then I, I've had this non-transparency thrown in my face. Mm. And so, and so now I don't know what to do. Yeah. Right? Because it's just like. Well, are you going to be complicit in a system that lacks absolutely, transparency? Absolutely. Right? Because, and so, because yeah. you yourself might not, you know, think that that is okay, but yes. you're you're playing a role in this system. Like they brought you on and then yeah. all of a sudden they gave you this opportunity to contribute to this committee. Yes. And you're here yes. ruffling feathers. Yeah. Why yeah, don't I don't you worry just... that much about that. Yeah. But other people do. Yeah, they do. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think that's one of the things that like, I, I think about young people of color who wonder, oh, what does it take to win Say, for example, like a teaching award, a national teaching yes. award, yes. you know, and so they then maybe they get asked to sit on one of these committees and then they see that maybe what it takes is is not actually being a phenomenal educator. It's, yes. you know, it's like, oh, you just have to be recognized. Right. So and it like, can be disillusioning. It can you be can just really like, disillusioning. Oh, my God, this is what this is about. Yes. This is not about what I. Yeah, again, we're, here we are again back to this meritocracy that we think mm-hmm. that if we just do these things, when in fact, in the back doors, you're like, whoa, it's not like this at all, right? And so I'm just sitting here like, well, I mean, and so, I mean, I'm not the only one on this committee, but people are just saying, whoa, it shouldn't be done this way. And now we got to make a decision in three days. 
And it's just like, you can't change the world in three days. We can't, right? Because we're no, on a committee fact, that's tied to other people. Go ahead. Yeah, and I was just going to say, and in fact, there's times where you can't even change it even given the time. Because yes. it's not up to the committee to be making changes at an institutional or organizational yes. level. Yes. And so all of a sudden, you know, if, if you're serving on a, like a selection committee or something to this effect, canvassing yeah. committee, you don't really have the authority to right. make change. You can suggest right. changes, but changes... Yes. At, for an organization, require vote by the executive yes. council, the board, the president, et cetera, et yes. cetera. Yes. And so yes. all of yes. a sudden, it's just you, a person of color who got brought onto this committee because they wanted diverse voices. And yes. then it's like, oh, no, see, but we we didn't want to hear that. We just wanted you yeah, to pick the person absolutely. that was going to win the award. That's Stop right. making trouble. That's right. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. So, yeah, yeah. So then uh, being brought in, you know, for to, to increase the demographics, mm -hmm. but then make sure you just get back in line. Yeah. Make sure you stay in line, right? Yeah. And, and go according to these rules, right? But this is very so, common. Yeah. This is very common. Yes. We hear it even like, you know, in, in the interview process. Yes. Right? I remember once sitting on an interview and we were interviewing a particular person. I won't say what institution. I won't say for what, because it's discriminatory. But, you know, the person that was on the on the hiring committee with me, Yes. We interview a particular individual and then they leave after the interview. And I turned to, to that person and I said, so what do you think? And they said, they're wonderful, but they have a really bad accent. Oh, my God. And then I'm like, wait, no. Oh, transparent. How do we yes. deal with this? That's like just straight up racism. Yes. But like transparency? At least right. they were honest about the racism? Right. So what do we do with information like that when you sit on a hiring committee, when you sit on a selection committee, when you when you see that, A, the, maybe the transparency issue is coming from an individual. Yeah. That, that was yes. not right. Like perfect American English was not a requirement for the Correct. job. And I don't think it can be. I it, think that would um, be illegal. No, we know it <laughs> yes, can't be, right. you know, but like. Yes. Yes. What, what other things like that show up in all of these things that yes. that sometimes they just take you aback. Yeah, You're that's like, how oh, I've been feeling. Shit. Yes, that's how I've been feeling in a lot of ways because, yeah, because just like you said, it was an opportunity. I was given an opportunity. I thought I was given a voice and here we are. And it's like, yes, here we are. Here are the rules you need to follow. Mm -hmm. And then they all look non-transparent, problematic. Mm -hmm. and, but I've been brought here to follow those rules. Yeah. And in fact, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's been the challenge. And so I feel like I know the answer. The answer is that I'm just supposed to resign. Mm. Right. I mean, like, there's just no I mean, what is the I, yeah, I mean, because it now I'm starting to understand a lot of, in a lot of ways that, you know, why you resign on principle. Yeah. Like, I just cannot be a part of this. Right. That's what and I was saying rule, earlier. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. If, if you see that that what's messed up about the whole thing is the system in and of itself. Yeah. But we remain in those spaces that yeah. we're complicit. Yeah. Right. And we've been saying that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all the work we've been doing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, OK, well, I, I guess I'm out. I'm going to give it a couple of days yeah. and think some more about it. But yeah. And, you know, and, and you know how I roll. Right. And I'll be very clear about why that is. Right. It's because of rule one, rule two, rule three. I find all these things problematic. I should have, yeah. So, you know, that's very helpful. Wow. Okay. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot, my friend. Okay. Where <laughs> yes. the other thing that I, I find that there's a huge lack of transparency that can really affect people of color negatively is when we talk about finances. Oh, being yes. academics. 
right? Yes. And let me tell you this quick story because it yeah. blew my mind. So, and and I definitely don't want to claim that this is like, because I'm Mexican, I'm going to say because of my family. Mm. My family talks about money all the time. Okay? okay. We tell each other how much we make. We yeah. like, and, and I remember growing up, you know, like my cousin would get a job. And then the first question I would hear my auntie and my mom discuss, well, how much are they paying her per hour? Because, you know, I know so-and-so, so-and-so's yes. cousin yes. had that job three years ago and they paid her X many dollars an hour. And yes. so if they paid her any less, they're screwing with her. And it was just like. They're being protective, though. That's not being nosy, which is the way that I often frame yeah. Like being asked how much I make. Yeah. Right. No, but for me, it was like very natural. It was like absolutely yes. a very natural conversation. So I remember, you know, being at a JMM one, yes. one year and, and having a conversation with a mathematician who said to me, oh, I finally, I, I got a job offer and I'm accepting. And then I was like, wait, the hell you're accepting? Let's talk about negotiation. I was yeah, on the yeah, job yeah. market last year. And then I started saying, you know, I was like, okay, so I was on the job market 2012. And then I was like, listen, I got a job offer from University X and they offered yes. me $53,000. Then yes. a job offer from this other university and it was 52 and then yeah, 48. Yeah. And then I was like, and then West Point came through with 80. And okay. I was like, so, you know, I was like, so there, that's like the gamut, you know, that's yes. like, where, where did you land? I was yeah. like, just so we know if it's like reasonable. And yeah. we were at a dinner in public. And yes. now I was just having the conversation with this person next to me. Right. Yes. And then like, I didn't realize that this was not okay because I've always talked to people about money. And yes. then, you know, another mathematician, person of yeah. color was like, you know, you, sh you shouldn't do that. That's really uncomfortable. And then I was like, Oh wow. shit. I was like, Oh shit. And then the, the, the friend was like, no, it's okay. But I could see it in their face once it was pointed yes. out. And then yes, I was like, Oh, okay. And I was like, well, okay. I was like, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, right. but, but see, the way that I see it is if we don't talk about this, mm. we are never going to get ahead because, yes. because may maybe white people talk about money more. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. My friends tend to be a lot of people of color, but I do yes. know that, that the people that I talk money with, it's always about figuring out are, are we doing okay? Like, is, is yes. a company, is an institution taking advantage of us? How yes. do we negotiate? Right? And so it's it's more about us as people against the system of oppression. You were, talking about an empower, you were talking about this for empowerment. That's exactly what I was thinking I was yes. doing. But I didn't realize that, like, this is not very much in the culture of mathematics. Yes. Right? Yes. I was going against the grain of the culture of mathematics in my own transparency about finances. But yes. I think this shit like affects us really we negatively. Have to talk about it. Yes, 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 yes. No, and I think I think, and again, I don't know where that person who had brought up to you that it wasn't appropriate. Again, I don't know their background or anything like this, mm -hmm. but I definitely grew up in the background where you don't talk about these things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, because, and I don't exactly know why, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it's just it's just like this type of norm or etiquette that I have right. not called in the question. Yeah. So what helped me for sure is that I'm at a public institution so that it is just out there. Out there. And so it, that helped me a lot with that pay for sure. But we have to talk about it because, you know, as we know, I, I think there's research out there that we get paid less. Yes. Women get paid less. Minorities yes. get paid less. Yes. And it, it's tied to that we don't have the power of negotiation. That's right. Right. And so that, yeah, we don't feel like we have the power of negotiation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the way that we can get it 
at least to feel like we owe ourselves the right to ask for more is to know what other people have been paid. Yeah. And let me tell you (laughs) something that happened that was like really eye-opening to me. So, you know, as I was on the tenure track, so I mean, I'm I'm tenured now, but during my pre-tenure years, I went on the job market multiple times, Mm, right? mm. And and really because I wanted to leave. (laughs) (laughs) This was not a oh, let me try to get some more money out of my institution by negotiating. That ended up happening. Very minimal, I should admit. You know, you don't get like thousands upon thousands negotiating. But when I found out that other people had, you know, like an external offer, I went to them. And these were people of color. And I said, listen, I have this external offer. You know, like, is it like, I think I want to take it. And they were like, no, 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 let's let's talk to your institution. Like, talk yes. to them. Give them the opportunity to dis- decide whether you're valuable enough to stay. And yes. I was like, oh. And then transparency, they yeah. legit sent me copies of their negotiating letters between two institutions as they were leveraging wow. that. Wow. Okay? Okay, yes, so, yes, yes, yes. So I was like... And with their salary information, like this is how trusting some of us are with each other. So all I'm saying, fam, you hear me right now? No, I'm ready. I'm ready. Go ahead. You need need me to, you know, have a a Zoom with you and share, you know, my own letters. Like, talk. Oh, no, that's great. This because is, this that, is, I think yes. that's where we need to go, right? We need right. to, we need to, if we're talking about transparency, like I'm putting that out there. That yes. offer stands, if you're a mathematician of color and you want to have yeah. a conversation with me about yeah. money and how to negotiate and, you know, sometimes you got to make moves and you got to leave. I love it. Let's go. Let's and, go. No, I want to go a step further. I want to get a Google spreadsheet together. Listen. And I want to put... It. You, it's anonymous, and all you need to do is put the institutions Institution, and, what the they and what they offer. That's exactly right. We that's can do right. that tomorrow. Yeah, we can just put it on the center. Shit. Yeah, so that that's all. That's, that's, that's that right. Up. Let's just do it, right? And so this is, and so this is why I love being part of the center and re- yeah. and being here with you and talking because you know all of our work has been we can do better, and it is pushing against how we were raised in this discipline mm-hmm. that, about how things are supposed to go. That's and right. here's an example of a lack of transparency and what we're being paid that now through this conversation, we can get a lot more data points, yeah. right? Just And it's easy with the technology, That's right? right? And this is what we've been saying before, that technology, internet, all of it has allowed us to now do things that we never thought was possible. Because how could we get this information 15 years ago? Oh, my gosh. Uh, right? Like, <laughs> like, it would be no impossible idea. to do it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's get the Google Sheet together. What should we call it? We need to find a name. Mm. But starting salary. Starting salary. For, for minorities. And it, with, with anybody. It doesn't even need to be minority, right? As a matter of fact, it should be anybody. It should be anybody. Right? Just put the institution and how much you were offered to start. Yeah, and what kind of position it was, right? Because, you know, like, for example, I've learned about Swartmore. Yeah. And they're very flat out about what they pay. They It's like announced, even their visiting faculty get the same salary that their assistant professors get. Like, there's there's some clear cut discussion about equity. That's yes. really what we're talking about here, right? Absolutely. Like when when you remove transparency from from something, you allow Go. inequity yes. to get in its place. That is so absolutely right. Remove transparency and yes. let's center equity. That's, That's really correct. what we need to be doing. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. As I was thinking about this, you reminded me of what I wanted to say during the show is that a lack of transparency lets white 
supremacy live. Of course. Yeah, a lack yeah. of transparency. So we're saying the same thing about the inequity. So great. So let, so just before we close today, let me just make sure I got this spreadsheet right. So column one mm-hmm. is institution. That's right. Column two, starting salary. Column three, position. Column four, any other notes that they want to mention. We want to keep track of the year oh, the, when the year offer was. was made. Great. What year was? And then the next column is any, anything, anything else, else they want to add. Anything else okay. they want to add. Yes. yes and we yes, just yes. make it flat out open. Perfect. And so yeah. on Wednesday, this thing comes out on Wednesday. Let's have that spreadsheet yeah. ready we'll, to go. Yeah, we'll, we'll tag it. it yeah, we'll yep. tag it on Twitter with, with you know, maybe a hashtag or a, or a yes. clever title for hashtag it. Hashtag get paid. Hashtag get paid. Get paid. Get paid. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's oh my right. gosh, let's, let's do it. Go. Let me see if I can steal the tiny URL while we're sitting right here. Yeah, hashtag, tiny yes, URL. come com. on. Yeah, Get seriously. what you deserve. Yeah, yeah, no more underpaid. No, we're about like, to. like, come on. And the thing is that this is what it takes for us. Yes. To not be taken advantage in these mathematical spaces. That is correct. Because these are that, conversations yes. we would have to have, you know, when we're together at a conference, dinner. Like, these are the kind of things that we would say to each other, right? We would pull each other like, oh, my God, let me introduce you to person X who got a job yes. there five years ago. And let's see what the salary was. And let's make sure. Right. right? And it's like, you're totally right that we have to be able to use the technology to our benefit, to stay connected, to That's share right. information, to really make to be a community. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, okay, great. And also, okay. can organizations do this? Can they start sharing out what they're spending money on? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Where's my membership fees <laughs> going to? That's exactly right. That's exactly correct. Yeah, we hadn't even gotten to organizations. And, oh, in, in that sense, I was talking about organizations and being on these committees. Yes. But indeed, organizations who claim that they are about the discipline you know, how is this money being spent for sure? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Put it on the website. Call to action. Absolutely. Put out your budget and tell us how Absol- much you're M-A-A, paying AMS, else. Math Alliance. We know where all that money is going. Let me stop. <laughs> but anyway, so, <laughs> so I love y'all, Alliance, for real. So, yeah, so this is great. This is great. Okay, so I'm 5% to this. This is going to be our 5% for sure about yes. transparency. We're going to create this... Um, spreadsheet and get it out and let just people go to town on it, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So let's see, 5% for me. So the last show, I talked a little bit about the fact that I am starting a lot of summer programs. In fact, they start, you know, this coming week. And I want to make sure that I have time scheduled to meet individually, both with my new collaborators and with my students. And as I was planning the uh, schedule of events for the weeks, I started putting coffee, you know, coffee breaks, because everything's on Zoom. But I was like, coffee breaks. And then I added the So for the workshop with other uh, mathematicians, Latino mathematicians, I said, be social during lunch hour, Mm, right? So that we mm. can like check in on each other. And then in the student-facing programming that I'm doing, I actually put coffee hour, individual meetings with students is how I titled that cell. And so it's now on my schedule. I said I would do it. I figured out where to implement it. But yeah, that that part, I think I want to make sure to just really center this summer. Because yeah. it's it's going to be really hard. Like, I'm so used to all the summer programs being in person and getting to yes. just chit-chat and laugh. So I, I'm trying to recreate that as best as possible in this virtual setting. Which, Good for you. Good which is going to be hard, but we're going to yes, do it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Where are you Excellent. at with your 5%? 
Well, yeah. So I made the forms. So again, I was working on helpful, encouraging, and rigorous. And I was, you know, using my power, you know, indiscriminately to just say, here's what these things mean. And really now that form is ready to go, I think for the most part. And so just having them tell me what they think those things are, that was pretty, that was a pretty easy 5%. Now ask me whether I'm actually going to give it out. In September. So we got to come back in September and see if I actually give it out. So Why? What's the worry? Why are you not trying to be transparent? Is this about transparency? No. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but this is good, right? Because this is part of the work to consistently keep Uh calling myself into, Mm -hmm. yeah, to just keep holding myself accountable, right? Because, oh, trust me, I've done many things with good ideas and not crossed the finish line, right? And so, you know... Too often we we feel good about some intermediate step and then we mm-hmm. don't go the whole, whole whole way because and so I'm asking you to hold me accountable. Okay, I got right? you. That, to actually use that and send that out. Yeah, yeah you have to because you've already done yes. it. You've done yes, the hard part. The hard part was creating. Oh it. no, the hard part is handing it out. Let's be no, clear it's about not. that. No, just okay. send it. Okay, okay, just okay. send it. Just email it. Have the email in <laughs> your outbox ready. Yeah. You should have oh, it already. And I should set the yes, yes, yeah. yes. And then, should, and then just send have it, it. Yeah, have yeah. it come back into your inbox. Automate it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And That's so right. once you get your your class roster, you could just populate it in the yeah. to send to, and then yes. it'll automatically go. And so then you're not thinking about it, right? So That's part right. Of, part of the challenge for me when I when I know I have to do something really difficult is just the mental hurdle. Of of constantly re-envisioning how it should look, making yes, it perfect, yes, yes, yes. right? But you and I have talked about this. Like sometimes 80% of our effort yes. is to other people 100%. That's correct. And so, you know, get, but getting something from 80 to 100% might just take such an exuberant amount of time. Absolutely, that yes. Then that's where good ideas go to die. Go to die. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah, no. And for me, on that first day, that first week, I've, been, I've had first days and first weeks for 25 years. Yeah. And so they there there's some there's some habits and ways of being during that first day, first mm-hmm. week that are in conflict with handing out this form. Yes. And so that's why, yeah, that's why I'm trying to interrupt decades of doing yes. things the same way. And so that that's also a part of it too. But if I automate it, like you're saying, yeah. then yeah, that'll really help to interject that. So in a lot of ways, I have my own systems that I'm trying mm-hmm. to interrupt and interrogate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, I think we all are. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Ooh, at least those that of us great. that are committed to that. That's right. That's Announcements. Right. Oh my goodness. Please tell us again what's up with your workshop on hip hop and math. 25th, 26th, and 27th. Be on the lookout. People have been asking about it already. So I'm working with Alexander Acosta. We're doing some advertising. We're getting the website together. So just be on the lookout. 25th, 26th, 27th. Math and hip hop that the MC, the DJ, these are mathematicians at heart. This is going to be so fun. So, yeah, I'm really excited oh about it. Is it being yeah. recorded? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's being recorded. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I know some folks were asking me about that because they're in their summer programs and the weekends yeah. have events yeah, yeah. and all this other stuff. And so I'm happy that that's going to be recorded. Then there's also Equity Traps and Tropes workshop coming up. I believe mm. Julie Vega and Andres Vindas Melendez are oh, co organizing so that. And so Jamila Dungan, oh, sorry, I must have said it wrong. Jamila Dugan, probably mispronouncing that, I apologize. She is going to talk a little bit about what happens when you want to do equity work, but something is like preventing you from doing it, right? Like what kind of equity Uh, trap 
do you fall into and how do you get out of it? So that workshop is coming up July 9th. And so that, again, is being hosted by the Center for Minorities in the Mathematical Sciences. So check that out July 9th. All right. Are we there? I think so. But maybe let's just remind listeners, you can sign up for things at the center. So we have a blog. Of course, you can subscribe to our podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at Math Uncensored and at Minority Math. That's the center's Twitter handle. And then I am at DPE Harris and Harris is at a at Eris Winger. So absolutely, that is the show for today. Excellent. Thank you. We want to look out for this form. Let's get paid. Let's get paid. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Mathematically Uncensored, where our talk is real and complex. And never discreet. Later, people. Bye.